We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Real quick, before we get back to your reaction to the Marcus Stroman signing and the idea that Josh Hader is the perfect fit for the Yankees, we need to do this. It's very, very important. An update on the New York Rangers and their continuing struggles. They lost to another mediocre team last night, the St. Louis Blues. They've lost five out of six games since a certain something was set on the radio at about 8.30 in the morning a week and a half ago. Most of the time, as a New York Ranger fan, I was always looking forward to the game. Mm. You know, now I'm excited about oh. the games. Like, I cannot wait for a game to be played. Yeah. Since, since Boomer said that, one and five, they suck. So it is a full-blown collapse right now at Madison Square Garden. The Carolina Hurricanes are on the come. The New York Islanders are on the come. Big win last night. And all of a sudden, that Metropolitan Division that got Boomer and other Ranger fans thinking, I don't even, like, I'm not just excited for the game. I'm, I'm pumped up. I'm having a party. How do you feel about the cushion, Sean? It's uh, lightning. i got to be honest. This is the first time I've hit a little bit of a panic button as a Ranger fan. Well, when are you ready to accuse the King Poobah of Ranger fans, Boomer Esaias, and for being a jinx? Because mm-hmm. he jinxed your team. They fall out of first place. Okay. Uh, so we're getting near there. We're getting near there. I know nobody cares. Big weekend. Back-to-backs with the Caps coming up. Here. Okay. Yeah. I didn't read the story, but I heard there might be a Shesterkin problem. What's that all about? Uh, he's not playing well. Some lackadaisical efforts. I got Jonathan Quick. Um, I do want to let Evan know as he pokes holes off the air. He brought up Adam Fox not playing last night. Who did score last night? <laughs> I didn't say that. It was Mika uh, that? that did not I never play. said that. Hey, hey, you, oh, you never said that? I never said that. So now you're the second that. afternoon host to say that. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is the Raiders have been cursed since Boomer opened up his mouth. And he's not the only one, Tiki, cursing things around here. Last night, after our show... I said, I want more WFAN. Loogie. So I listened to my boy Loogie, and he said this. No, Luca, no problem. Really? (laughs) No, Luca, no problem? You know what kind of problem they had last night? I hate to say this. They had a Kyrie problem. (laughs) You know what happens when Luca is out of ball games? Stars are born. That's right. No, Luca, no problem. Jalen Brunson. That's right. Remember him? Kyrie Irving. We re-remember him. Yeah, we remember. The Knicks <laughs> didn't start sending doubles till it was too late. I know. And I don't know how I'd feel about last night. Because the Knicks were down by 19 with five and a half minutes to go. Something of that nature. They something fought like hard. They, they played hard. Well, they They came. never quit. They did. They hey, didn't quit. Don't I get your that. ass kicked in the first half. <laughs> <laughs> don't be down by 19 so that you necessitate a comeback that epic. You are right about that. And then make them get to offensive rebounds when it matters. See, that's the one that killed me. Right. They get it to one. The place is rocking. Walt Clive Frazier gave you seven rhymes in a row <laughs> after the three to get it to one. And then the Mavs missed, th- I think it was four shots in a row. They get like a five-shot possession right. that's capped off by the dagger three. That's probably worse than just getting blown out. They needed to get a rebound there. Kyrie killed them. They should have doubled them way earlier. I still look at it as a positive win, a moral victory, if you were, because they came. Hold on a second. They could have packed it in. They could have said, you know what? We waxed the Sixers. We beat the T-Wolves. We're on a streak. Let's just go home. Let's get ready for the Grizz on Saturday night. They didn't do that. They fought back. They showed the toughness. They showed they got a lot of dudes, a lot of dogs, and they are a real team. And they're going to do damage. Even after a loss, he gets his shtick in. I respect that. Is that right? So keep an eye on it. Boomer has completely jinxed the struggling New York Rangers, and we'll see 
now of loogies, no Luca, no problem, turns into a multi-day problem or just a one-day problem? Luganator. Let's, let's go to Woody in Plattsburgh. What's going on, Woody? What up, Woody? Hey, good afternoon, gentlemen. What's up, Big um, Wood? Before I give you my, my Stroman take, I want to throw some flowers at Tiki. What up? Tiki, I, I got to hand it to you. You are quite the soothsayer. Not to be confused with the Oracle, so there's two nods in the studio. But <laughs> I love it, Woody. Prior, prior to the break, you called the Yamamoto siding to the Dodgers. I think everybody forgot about that. He did do that. that yes. Yep, he did. Yep. And, I was, and, that was, and by the way, Woody, and for those that are listening, it was all speculation because of a stupid game that he was supposed to go to. Right? He's going to right. he's going to a football game. He's gonna be announced and whatever. All right, he's going to the Dodgers. I just, I just <laughs> knew it. You just knew it. Yeah, you, you totally nailed it. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, Woody. Kudos to you. Uh Ev, nice job yesterday on the throwback. I was actually listening when you had that favorite call, like when the favorite call happened. Epic. I totally agree. Yes. Nice good good call. Now listen, Stroman, I have no problem signing him whatsoever. He's an innings eater with an exceptionally high upside. I could care less about what he does or says on Twitter. And just a little heads up to Sean. Sean, listen, I was on Yankee Twitter last night, and let me tell you something. 90% of those people are already blocked by Stroman. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. That's a good point. That makes it easy. Good call. It, it is a very good idea that Sean has. And he doesn't always have great ideas. Like yesterday he said that all NFL teams should have to build domes because bad weather games aren't good, which is obvious. I, I think it may be the, the dumbest thing you've ever said. Retractable roofs, and there's more caveats. I thought you were saying uh, you were retracting that yeah. statement. <laughs> yeah, by the way, not for nothing. Throwback Thursday, also just generally my idea. That was, no, no, I would totally give him credit for that. That was Sean's idea. I was bitching about the fact that the Brooklyn Nets, my favorite basketball team, was relegating us to AM radio. I the Nets that. still in the league. I was I was upset. And Sean says, you know what we should do? We should have like a, a throwback day. And it was a great idea. And then we all took it to another level. So, Maybe better than my dome idea, but they're a lot better than your but your idea on everyone collectively blocking Marcus Stroman to save Marcus Stroman from ever having to interact with Yankee fans and bad things happening is a very sound idea. It really is. I I get it. Because if everybody's blocked, Stroman can't see the criticisms that he'll inevitably face when he struggles because guys struggle. Nobody's perfect. And that would save any Yankee fan from getting into a spat with him. That's it. And things turning ugly. That is, of course, if Marcus Stroman isn't Durant style with burner accounts, though. Mm. Oh, that's true. I did. That did come to me within the last yeah. hour. Uh, that answer made yeah, you. I thought about it too. Have Have you blocked him yet on uh, Twitter? I I'm hardly on Twitter. Okay, I'm just making sure. Tiki, oh. Tiki, you're a former athlete. I don't fight on Twitter. You don't fight. What but... is the purpose of fighting on Twitter? Well, hold on now. You know why? Because the internet's undefeated. Go soon kiss you start... ass. Exactly. Soon you're as you right. start a fight with one person, <laughs> but some... somebody else is going to chime in. But we and could use a big face on this. As soon as that person chimes in, you get into another fight with someone else. It's true. And before you know it, you're fighting with 30,000 people about something you actually don't even give a crap about. I, so there you go. By the way, Tiki's answer is not to block Stroman. It's to just delete social media. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, which yes. is smart. And I'm trying to convince my kids to do that right now. You're right. TikTok I, is a bane of my existence. Ah, well, that's the devil. I mean, first of all, the Chinese government is infiltrating our children, so we need to all get rid of TikTok. But that's a different story. I also have a thesis about Marcus Stroman that I, I hope we can find out at some point. Marcus is a Long Island dude, which mm-hmm. we all should love. He's a local kid. Marcus Stroman has, in the past, posted pictures of himself wearing Mets stuff and Yankee stuff. So he's a New York fan. And if you go through some of his old tweets, he's a great baseball fan. And he talks about being at Yankee Stadium. This is before he was ever in the major leagues. And so because he's a Long Island guy and he's a New York fan, I assume he's not just a Jet fan from Long Island, that he probably liked the Giants. And I assume as a shorter person, because one of the – admirable and awesome things about Marcus that's so inspiring is that he's not tall. He's not big. 5'7", five, 5'8". Five, he's listed at 5'10". He ain't 5'10". No. And Marcus has always embraced, you can't measure heart with height. Right. So I believe that there is a 63% chance that as a kid growing up on Long Island, Marcus Stroman admired another relatively short athlete. Oh. I bet you he's a tiki guy. Really? Yeah. On Long Island, though? Absolutely. Because he's not a what? fan of... No, no, time. 
Wouldn't he been a... Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Jets? No, 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 no. Because, again, he's not a Met or Yankee Don't fan. Don't get your mind blown over there, Sean. What's no, because this aggravates me as a Long Island. What's the matter? Why? The- you guys have done this numerous times since the show was launched. I've heard other people do this. People who don't live on Long Island. Evan, you grew up on Long Island. Uh, yeah, I, get I just said that, yeah. Long Island is not predominantly Jet fans. No, it is. You're right. It, you're wrong. It is predominantly No, no, no. Jet no. Fans. Yeah. There might be a higher percentage of Jet fans on Long Island than there are in Jersey, but at least where I'm from on the South Shore, you go through the neighborhood. It is. Yeah, there's Jet fans. There are plenty of pockets where the Jets are the number three behind the Cowboys. Oh, and stop it. No, <laughs> yeah. First there are parts of National Canada Hops are all Jets. Something ton of Giants. Mostly all Giants. All I'm saying is I think Stroh may have grown up as a Tiki guy. And somehow you took this as let me take a shot at the amount of Jet fans because on t- Long Island. Turf Wars. Because Tiki is a former but Giant. Does that make area. sense? I mean, I think about Why, because Hofstra. Yes. yes. So you think just because Camp was there? What are you yes. talking about? The Giants used to play That's at, exactly at Yankee right. Stadium. They right. played up at the Yale Bowl. There's a ton of Long Islanders. You know More what, you know, Giant you know fans less fans. Jet fans than, than people want to give credit? Madison County, right? People think in Jersey where they are. Oh, I thought you were talking Wisconsin. No, Florham Flor- <laughs> Park where the Jets are. Everybody right. assumes it's like Jet country because the Jets are there. Right. But we used to have, not when I was there, but the Giants used to be at Fairleigh Dickinson. There's a lot of Giant fans in the Jet area. Yeah, no, so I agree with that. I would understand that case. But what's the case for the Giants on and, Long Island? And, and Sean, they stop playing the same stadium. I'm just making a simple freaking point and I've that Marcus Stroman, he, as no. a kid who grew up on Long Island, as a Met and Yankee fan, there are pictures of him wearing both jerseys, right? That I'm assuming he probably did the same thing with football. Mm-hmm. He was probably like, I like New York teams. And I would then assume, as a guy who is 5'7 or 5'8, probably admired Tiki Barber, who's not the biggest guy in the world. That's all I'm saying. We're not trying to pervert this into something it's not. Oh, there are no Jet fans in Long Island. I didn't say it was No one's talking about that. All I'm merely saying, and you know what? Call of action. Can someone who knows Stroman or his dad, (laughs) who I think is a police officer, just tell us, hey, Evan's actually right about that. I I mean, I can give you the answer. uh, If he was a Giant or Jet fan? Yeah. Or both? How do you know? How do I know? Because I know people that went to school with him. Okay, Okay. then what's the answer? He's a diehard Cowboy fan. Here we go! So he says, I would have guessed yeah, that, by the way. Yeah. That, that that adds up. Uh, and I knew that. I didn't know that you were going with that, uh, but yes. Yeah, here we go! We were talking about I, so you have that in common were, with Strowman, Evan. You thought that we were talking about why there were Giants or Jet fans on Long Island? Yeah. That's what you thought this conversation was? No, I knew was? where he was going. I, I, my direction was more at you as a Giant being stunned at all the Giant fans on Long Island. Where he was going, 
I had the Trump card because I knew. So then what we now take out of it is I'm wrong. Marcus didn't. He's not a tiki guy. He actually hated tiki barber. Mm. Yeah, pick, <laughs> pick a possible? short cowboy, and I'm yes. sure he loved it. Yes. <laughs> you know who the short cowboy was? One of the greatest running backs of all time, Emmett Smith. Yeah, he's too young, though, for that. Not really. He's 33. I played against Emmett. Yeah, but think about it. If Marcus Stroman. When he started liking the Cowboys, Emmett was already a legend. And then when he stopped, when he was, I don't know, eight years old, Emmett rushed, broke Walter Payton's yeah. rushing record. Yeah, you're right. It, it, like, it's the cusp of it. Right. It's it the cusp. He's on the back end. He saw Emmett be turned into the, or not turn in, but statistically become the greatest running back that's ever played. Yeah. Well, I've endorsed the Dallas Cowboys to get to the Super Bowl, so me and Stro have that in common. Loser. Who, Strowman? No, you. Wow, Tiki Barber. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Tiki Barber just called Marcus Strowman a loser. You're about to get blocked on Twitter now. Good. Let's, I'm not there anyway. <laughs> let's go to Adam in West Hempstead. What's up, Adam? What's up, guys? What's First up? off, I had the good fortune of meeting the undersized Tiki Barber <laughs> in the Delta Sky Lounge on Sunday evening. Hey, Adam, I'm uh, 5096. 5096. That's my combine height. 5096. 5095. Five, oh, five, nine and a half. Oh, God. That was New it Mexico. It was fantastic. And I got to just say, maybe the highlight of my trip was you, you're such a gracious person, and it was really, really great hanging out with you. So I told you I'd call in and say that. Yes. And I am. I appreciate I have a whole you, bunch dude. of thoughts. <laughs> Go ahead. I've, I've been hanging out on hold for a while. First off, I don't mind the Stroman signing. I don't like him. We should sign Snell, and we should sign Hater, and we should sign Soto. Wait, wait, hold on, Adam. Hold on. Did you just say you don't mind the Strowman siding, but you don't like him? But you don't like him. You don't mind it, but you don't like him. If he pitches well, that's all I care about. Uh, Like the other guy said about Daryl Strawberry. 100%. I agree with that. Continue. Yep. (laughs) You know, but, like, we're Yankee fans. Like, why are we all, like, budget conscious all of a sudden? Like... Go out and get Snell because we don't have a deep enough rotation. Stroman should be our number four or five guy. And go out and get Hater. I think that's a great idea. If you can go get everybody, go get everybody. And thanks for I calling, am... Adam. I appreciate you. We were, we were sharing a beverage oh, nice. in the Delta Lounge. You were sharing one? No, he had one. I had one. Oh, you're okay. sharing a beverage. That's what you do. Like okay. You share a meal. You share a beverage. You share a table, did whatever. You, did you judge his beverage like me and Evan the other night? I did not. He had the same beverage I did. What a kiss ass. <laughs> We're toasty. Well, I'm glad you had a good time together. That's very nice. Thanks, Adam. If the Yankees have no budget restraint and their payroll, which right now is sitting at about 295, 296, kind of in that range, if they can go to an unlimited amount of money, then sure, we could play that game. Sign everybody. Stevie like, what's Cohen the negative tax. to that? Stevie Cohen tax. Well, they're about to pass the Steve Cohen tax, and I'm merely saying if they have to choose between the two, because I think they would have to. I doubt the Yankees are handing out two. $100 million deals. They haven't handed any out yet. No. They're going to have to hand out a $600 million deal for one well, soda in a year. So I don't think they'd be able to do both. But I think that what makes them better is the closer in Josh Hader than the starter, who I don't think is ever going to match what he did last year mm-hmm. in Blake Snell. Well, I mean, the only reason you go get Blake Snell is because he's, one, he's a Cy Young potential. Because once you do it, you obviously have the potential to do it again. He's done it twice, exactly. So you believe that he's going to be elite. Now, the challenge, though, is that the two-ace elite thing, it sounds great. But when you have two aces, this would be Cole and now now Blake Snell. You have one ace, by the way. Two aces. You know what I mean. But if you had to, (laughs) you're now spending so much money for guys, guys that are pitching every five days. Right. And wouldn't that money be better spent on, I mean, in this case, I'm going to come to your defense, like someone who could pitch every day well, or yeah. you would need it every other day. Considering where the Yankees are right now with their rotation, where they've got a five-man rotation. Now, granted, you're going to need eight, nine guys. Guys mm-hmm. are going to get hurt. But right now they've got five guys. Say what you want about Clark Schmidt. Guy went out and made 30 starts last year. Right. He did have a high four ERA, but suitable fifth starter and should get better. The hope is it gets better. Nestor Cortez, Carlos Redon, obviously coming off of injuries. Now Marcus Stroman, all following the most reliable and best pitcher in baseball, Garrett Cole. You've got five starters. Of course you could use more. You never have enough starting pitching. But Josh Hader changes everything about this bullpen. He turns a bullpen filled with questions and Clay Holmes mm-hmm. into a bullpen that has some questions with Clay Holmes and Josh Hader. And I think that makes a bigger impact, especially when a closer can get into 70 games in a given season and a starting pitcher in a great year is going to start 30 of them and you already have five starters in your rotation. Josh in New Jersey. Hey, Josh. Hey, guys. How you doing? What's up, dude? Good. Uh, 
Evan, I want to get back to you real quick on the Met bullpen, but Tiki, uh, being a man of UVA and me being the 65-year-old Packer fan from New Jersey, uh, Davontavian Wicks, fifth-round draft pick, it's a steal. has been a steal. joy. Steal, Josh. By the way, I called one of their games, and I think uh, one of their starters was hurt, and Dontavian Wicks had a fantastic day in, on that game. And we after that game, we were saying, this Packer, I'm not a Packer fan, but their Packer receiving <laughs> core is going to be fun to watch for a lot of years. Yes, and he, and he's they have first rookie core with two guys over 500 yards. As you said, all sorts of numbers. I wanted to throw in one more thing about Wicks because he's a good guy. So, as you know, he went to UVA and three of his teammates were killed That's right. uh, in the shooting. He wears their names on his shoes. Oh, didn't and he know has that. all year long. Oh, that's amazing. And Sunday's game, when they beat the Bears and he had the two TDs, was the birthday of one of the guys that was shot. Oh, so wow, it was wow. really special. And I know you're not a Packer fan, but I hope we beat the Cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> now, Evan. Yes. How about Josh Hader in the other New York Towns bullpen? Give him closer money. Mm-hmm. Split it with the, Think about it. We would play. Teams would think they have to beat us in seven innings because they don't want to see either one of those two guys. Yeah, so. Why don't we double up there? I'll give you a reason. I'll give you an exact reason because I've thought about this through. It makes sense. Like, hey, why not the Mets sign Josh Hader, right? They supposedly have more money to spend. Go at him. What a tag team of him and Edwin Diaz. This is something that we would talk about with the Yankees, but it wouldn't be as big of an issue. Josh Hader does not like pitching in the eighth inning and has not pitched very much in the eighth inning. In fact, Mm -hmm. he's only made five appearances in the eighth inning in the last four years. How do you even find that? Come on, man. (laughs) Look who you're dealing with. I know. You're a geek. (laughs) (laughs) No, but this matters. Like, I'm bringing it up because... If he comes to the New York Mets, you're not guaranteed the ninth inning. Right. And look, there are some closers. There are some relievers, even in this day and age, in which I would rather use relievers at all times. I don't like saying you're an eighth inning guy, you're a ninth inning guy. I don't like it. But I also understand, Tiki, that there are going to be some athletes where you got to put them in the best position to succeed. If Josh Hader can only pitch in the ninth inning, and there are indications that he can only pitch in the ninth inning, then the situation with the Mets would either call for him doing something he's not comfortable or good at, or demoting Edwin Diaz, which Edwin can pitch in the seventh and eighth inning. We've seen him do it. I wouldn't want to do it permanently. With the Yankees, even if Hader needs to be the ninth inning guy, it's okay. I mean, that's traditionally what we've seen from closers in the past. So that worries me. With the Mets as a bigger concern, and it would not be a concern or as big of a concern with the Yankees where I don't have a clear-cut close. Yeah, no, I mean, I think I think with Clay Holmes, if you if you moved him to an eighth-inning guy, would he be upset about it? That, no. That's the question. No, because you know what's funny because, about that? Because it's, it's like he... He's kind of earned it, but he hasn't fully earned it. But also, Boone, and I love this about Boone, He's used Clay Holmes all over the place like the last year. Like, even though we look at Clay Holmes as the quote-unquote closer, he isn't. He's just their high-leverage guy who they'll use in the eighth inning, depending on the right situation, ninth Mm -hmm. inning, seventh inning. So he's already been used in that kind of we-can-place-him-anywhere role. So for him, you don't even have to have a conversation. It's like, hey, you're doing what you're doing. That's the concern with the Mets and Hater. It fits the Yankees more. Plus, the Yankees, in my opinion, by adding Josh Hader, that's the one-player-away move. The Mets are not one player away. away. Yeah. They're multiple players away. They got a lot of things they well, need to have happen. The, the only complicating thing for Clay is that this is his contract year. And so how he's used and utilized and mm-hmm. how he performs is going to matter. Is he going to be making $6 million in 2025? Or is he going to be making $15 million in 2020? That That's the question. And so is he going to do what's good for the team at the expense of himself? That's that's a that's a little dicey. Mm. Like, like he's gonna make good money because baseball players do. If you've been around, you've been established, and, and you're a good player, you're gonna make good money. But there's a difference between making good money and making real money. So th- that's that's the only like personal thing you'd have to navigate. More of your calls coming up. Plus, the weather situation this weekend in the NFL is making me think of a question that I I can't believe I'm kind of wavering on, which is would I sit and watch the New York Jets host a playoff game? In minus 30 degrees. Would you? Would everybody out there for the team they root for? Because we're going to watch these games in the comforts of our warm living rooms. Would you go out there in conditions like this? Plus, we take a very, very prominent athlete 
and put him under the tiki test, in the tiki chair, if you will. He said something, but what did he actually mean by it? And how does it impact you, Nick fans? Evan and Tiki on the fan. Very busy Friday. We'll make our picks a little bit later on as we get you set for Super Wild Card Weekend. We'll get further into this weather situation and if we'd all deal with it. But I heard something yesterday that I thought needed to be put into the Tiki chair, if you will. Because Tiki Barber does such a great job of hearing what people say, whether it's general managers or athletes or managers, and then telling us, okay, here's what they mean. And this really started with A.J. Preller a few months ago Mm -hmm. when he was asked about, will you trade Juan Soto? And he gave, like, a word salad answer, and Tiki was like, oh, yeah, he's gone. (laughs) And not only is he gone, it's happening soon. And you nailed it. The only thing I... I don't trust you fully on is the other day we played a clip of David Stearns and you said that means they're trading Brandon Nimmo. Dude, the him and hawing on whether or not he's going to play left field. Didn't even say he was going to be the everyday left fielder. <laughs> yeah. He basically said, we'll figure all that out in camp. Now, maybe it is. I'd listen to you, Rico, about the uh, the farm. Who's the who's the kid? And Drew Gilbert. Drew, maybe it's about Drew Gilbert. Yeah. Right. Bader's the... The I don't know he's the he's the holding piece. You really did Gilbert, listen to the Rico until, until, until Gilbert comes up and yeah. uh, but then Nimmo but still doesn't answer the Nimmo question. No, I get you, I get you, right? Because if Gilbert comes up, you. he's playing center. Well, right. So I, it just it just was a lot of him and hawing. I understand. And, it, and if you're a team like say the Reds, who you're up and coming, and you know you surprised everybody last year, you got so much pitching, you don't even know what to do with it, right? Hey, maybe we could get a veteran guy here who's going to be. Oh, like stop trading Brandon Nemo. A foundational piece. Oh, God. It's going to stabilize us for the next six years. Yeah. I know we got to pay him $20 million, but I mean, maybe. Maybe the Mets will pay a little bit of it. All right. Well, Tiki, say it. Tiki's wrong about that, but I'm curious what he hears from this. And I want to give you the context. And I don't mean to be a soothsayer, but I may have brought this up about a month ago that the Golden State Warrior struggles will eventually lead to Steph Curry asking out, like most superstars do. The Warriors are struggling. They're three games under 500. They've lost six out of their last eight games. And recently they got absolutely manhandled at home by the New Orleans Pelicans. And after the game, Steph Curry was being asked about what's wrong with the team. So let's take a listen to Steph. And you tell me if Evan's right, that Steph's one step away from begging the Warriors to get him the hell out. I think you get to a point where you're trying to, like, explain it away, trying to figure out what can change, like, specifically that can help us. And that's, you know, the conversations that are happening in between games and, you know, film sessions in the locker room. Um, But it's headed the opposite way, and I don't, I don't, I don't know what to say about it just because, you know, we're not used to this kind of vibe around our team. So we have to acknowledge it, um, you know, not let go of the rope, as they say, when it comes to our belief that we can just win the next game. But it all it all sucks. (laughs) (laughs) He gone. No, I actually don't think he is. Really? Yeah. I I think he's. I think he's despondent right now, mm-hmm. and he's and he's frustrated because for the first time, maybe in his career, because when he was young, he, like they weren't supposed to be good, like really when he first two years or so, and then they got really good, but they always had an answer, they always could figure it out, and that was with the front office, the coach, and the team, and now he's at a point where he can't figure it out. It all sucks, and it's it's like they're. You know the, the thing I mentioned about Vrabel, yeah. like why it made sense to move on from Vrabel because they ran out of answers. They're out of answers. Like they don't have any answers. But it doesn't sound like he wants to go someplace else and go try to win, keep winning someplace else. That didn't sound like you that. didn't get that. No, I, I got a guy I, who's one foot out the door with that answer. I got, I I got that it was more like I need, I don't know, I need somebody to come here. Oh. It, it felt more to me Ooh. like he's not trying to get traded out that he he needs help here. Mm. Right? They they love Draymond. Draymond's gonna come back and he says he can control himself. He's not. Right? It's gonna be it's gonna be the same. They need something new. They need an injection of not youth, but just like like they need a KD. <laughs> hey, seriously. No, I'm serious. They not KD. not KD specifically, but they need someone like that yeah. who comes in and is 
like snap of the finger, the best player on the team. And I'm disappointed because I heard that, and maybe I was being you, you just know, wanted to hear. I wanted to be right about my oracle prediction that Steph Curry will eventually say, "This ain't working. Get me the hell out of here." It all sucks. And that's what I heard, especially when I hear that's all socks. Because it sounded defeated. It sounded like I got nothing. Yeah, no, he is the defeated. Hell do you want but from it doesn't, me? I'm it done. doesn't sound like he's done. It doesn't sound like he wants to leave. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, disappointing. By but way, I appreciate your honesty. By the way, the Oracle is someone who hears prophecies from God, like yeah. Moses. Yeah, yeah. Soothsayer is someone who sees the future. So I used the term yes. Oracle wrong that's to describe Woody, myself? That's what Woody was to, uh, referring to. Ah, uh, well, maybe I'm hearing it from the basketball guys. Maybe I'm getting <laughs> messages about what's going to happen next. I'll give you another Oracle message. This is amazing. You ready for this one? Yes. This is unbelievable. I want everyone to sit down before I say it. There's a flood coming? Here we go. No, it's about basketball. It's oh, just about the yeah. NBA. It's about actually, the world. There actually is a flood coming. <laughs> but there is a flood coming, yes. <laughs> Oracle message. This is going to stun everybody. The Brooklyn Nets suck. <laughs> there you go. Gave it to everybody. Let's go to Matt in New Jersey. What's up, Matt? What up, Matt? Hey, how's it going? We're good, dude. Good. Uh, what? We're good. How oh, are you? Very good. Sorry about that. It's all right. Um, just... In the middle of setting up for a wedding. Well, um, hold on a second. Are you getting married, or are you working for someone who's getting married? No, I'm getting married. Are you so really? Getting all the centerpieces getting what? set up right hey, now. Dude, hold on a second. Time out. Congratulations, dude. That's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Can I ask um, so why you're working? That. Why you working so hard on setting? Shouldn't you hire someone else wedding. to do it? Tell someone else to do it. Well, Tell your brother well, or sister would... to do it. And that, that's what you would do if you were smart and not cheap. Is the wedding tonight? Is the wedding tonight? No, uh, weekend. Oh, the weekend. How right. long? Well, how long did you know this person before yeah. you said, "Let's do this"? Uh, not, uh, not that long. It was only about a uh, about a year and a half. So. Did you feel pressure to do it, or were you like, "This is the one. Let's get married"? No, the one. Yeah. You know? Good for you, man. When you know, you know. You know, you know. Good for you. Well, best wishes to her. Congratulations to you. That's awesome. Well, thank you very much. And sorry about that again. Uh, by the way, love the show. The throwback yesterday was amazing. <laughs> That's Appreciate cool. it. Thank, thank you, man. man. Um, so, quick thing. Um, I'm about to make Sean happy, which I don't like hearing him happy, I'll be honest. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, I think so does the Yankee for the rest of his career. Uh, Mets are not going after him. Have you heard the David Stearns interview? Yeah. Basically what he said was Nimmo's going to left field. He's not being traded. And we want to build through the young guys. So I, I, think, uh, I think Sean's going to be happy with Soto for the rest of his career. And we're just going to spend on starting, on starting pitching. There is no Juan Soto in the Mets' future. I didn't take anything out of what David Stearns said. By the way, when's David coming on our show? Did you book that yet? Still efforting. Oh, okay. He forgot to call. <laughs> no, no, the Mets forgot to answer. Correct. Trust me, he called. <laughs> They're like, ah, I, don't, I don't recognize this number, except I do. I didn't take anything of what David said, because David Stearns met the media. He did a Zoom call. He also did an interview with John Heyman and company. And I didn't hear him say, we'll never pursue big targets. Mm -hmm. I never took that out of it. And I think that when you say build around the young guys, guess who's awfully young? Juan Soto. I think Juan Soto is one of those unique free agents. Now, good point. can I arrogantly and cockily tell you at 335 on January 12th, big bad New York Mets, Steve Cohen will bully the Yankees away and get Juan Soto? I can't say that. And the reason I can't say that, if we're being intellectually honest, is because I haven't seen Steve Cohen do it yet. I haven't seen it. And I'm a believer in show me this. Show me you're going to do that. I'm done talking about Steve Cohen like he's a cartoon character. I need to see reality. Yeah. Now, the reality is he does spend, and he bought prospects last year, and I love that. And that's not anything the Wilpons would have ever done. So I don't want anyone to take this as, boy, Evan's killing Steve Cohen. No, I'm not. He's a big-time spender. Yeah. But this it's, kind of spending, bullying the Yankees into stealing well, their player away, that's another level, well, too. Honestly, Ev, it's bullying anybody to take anybody away. I'm trying yes. to think of the major signings. Right, the Lindor they they traded for him and then they paid him, right? McNeil and 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 Nimmo they were already on the the roster. Mm -hmm. 
the Scherzer and Verlander were free agents. And it was on a short-term deal when he outbid other teams. So, like, yes, they outbid other teams for Verlander and Scherzer, but it was also, you know, yeah, but two-year th- deals. But, but it wasn't a 10-year contract. But they also gave him $43 million. But that's a part of bullying. Like, getting Juan Soto would be giving him $60 million, whatever that yeah. term turns out to be. Yeah, but hold on. But with Scherzer and Verlander, how many other teams were going to give them $40-plus million? Small amount. I think, I think in both I mean, cases, wanted, other teams wanted them, obviously. I think in both cases, their main competition was the same team, and that was the L.A. Dodgers, from my understanding and memory of what happened. Well, it makes sense because they're, they're the new evil empire. They certainly are, but you're right. Like, And this is my overall point about it. I'm not going into a hole and saying it's not happening or it can't happen, but I can't arrogantly tell you anything about what Steve Cohen's going to do because he hasn't done it yet. So I'd love to sit here and taunt you. And I sort of did because there was a different moment. It was a time in which I thought he was the cartoon character. I thought he was Scrooge McDuck. I thought all that stuff would happen. I haven't seen it. So I think the Mets will be in play. I think they're a threat. I'll definitely say that. And I think there will be other teams that are threats. So the Yankees losing Soto is not squarely about the Mets. Mm -hmm. It's about any team that's willing to give them $600 million. So where I'm at with Steve and the Mets is they'll be a part of that mix, but they've got to prove to me and prove to you and prove to all of us that they're not just going to be in the mix, but they're going to land the bleeping plane. Yeah, that they're going to get into a fight. And win. And win. Because what I always said about Yamamoto turned out to be true, actually. I said the only way they could get him is to blow away the competition. They did not. But I think they also knew, like I knew, that he was always going to L.A. Not if they blew him away? Uh, Yeah, maybe. Well, we don't know. Maybe. We don't know. But do you honestly think the Dodgers would have let that happen? Yes. I don't think they would have matched $400 million. I, I think, well... Well, that was what I said consistently about what the offer should have been. I agreed. I know you said it, and you're right. But I think that Shohei Otani's unique deal allows the Dodgers to be stupid other places and including and probably especially with Yamamoto. Right. I think that was that I think that was foreplanned, like pre-planned maybe a couple of years in advance. It just felt inevitable mm-hmm. that he was going to LA with the Dodgers. Yamamoto certainly, but definitely Otani. I you may be right. And so and so you I hear what right. you're saying about yeah. Steve Cohen, but I think he knew he was fighting a losing battle. All right. Right. And to that point if the Mets blew him away with 400 mil and the Dodgers matched, wouldn't we have all come on the air and said, how do you not blow him away with 450 mil? No, right. I wouldn't have said that, especially knowing, because what also comes out with this is what the Dodgers were offering. So we already knew what the Dodgers were offering. If we heard Dodgers offered 300, Mets said 400, he goes back to Dodgers and Dodgers match, we would have known that. And here's why this is all relevant, because I know this is the past, so who cares about Yamamoto? Mm-hmm. It's relevant because that's what it's going to take to steal Juan Soto away from the New York Yankees. Understand what I'm laying out to you. As a Yankee fan, Sean, understand it. I'm not telling you arrogantly that Juan Soto's going to have dinner with Steve Cohen and say, get me to Queens. No. The Mets are going to have to outbid the Yankees significantly. And today, on January 12th, the anniversary of 55 years since the Jets won their last Super Bowl and only Super Bowl, I can't cockily tell you they're going to do that. I can't because they haven't done it yet. Now, maybe that'll be their first. And maybe we'll all sit here a year from now and say, oh, yo, what up? My man Stevie Money's, yes. Maybe. But it hasn't happened yet. So that's where I'm at. Is that, a fair, is that a fair answer? That's very fair. So we'll be saying that on the 56th anniversary of the list. <laughs> We're headed that way. Can you believe 55 years? Oh, man. They've been in the abyss for 55 freaking years. That's right, Joe. The double nickel. Today is the double nickel of Jets in Neptune. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank just you. yesterday, Tiki Barber said, how could you think they're never going to win in your life? Yeah, it's right, been remember, 55 years. Remember when you said that okay, to me? But it's 55 years, so you're saying basically 100 years. Well, 55 years happens. 85 can't? Huh? <laughs> if 55 years happens, you tell me 85 years can't? No. No, it would be 100 years because Evan's... 40. I said he was dying at 89. Thanks for that, Bubba. Okay. So <laughs> I give him too much credit. 49 right. more years. So, so that's 104 years. So you're saying 104 years. We're talking Cubs curse now. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> yes, yes. Serious. Yes, yes. Well, if the Cubs did it, why can't the Jets do it? They've been in the abyss for 55 freaking years. I'm not just saying the Jets. I said the Nets have no shot. 
No, they're watching. They're Why did be, they have no they're shot? They're going to be the way. one to do it. <laughs> yeah, right. It's the Jets or the Mets in the next forty-nine years. By the way, how could you rule out a basketball team from winning a title in the next forty-nine years, but with a football team and a baseball team, you're like, <laughs> give them a shot. Like, how does that happen? I don't know. Because you're a hater. Because you've been the Nets still in the league. Because no. you've been brainwashed no, 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 by no. the boomers no, no, no. of the world who no, are like no. the Nets don't exist. I actually said it yesterday, and I'll restate it. I forgot for a second, but now I remember because the Jets. Their owner, Woody Johnson, is proving he's going to do whatever it takes. He goes and gets Aaron Rodgers, the best available option, and just changes the narrative. Now, it didn't work out, obviously. We know why. But he's shown that he's not just going to, I'm going to draft a bad quarterback. I'm going to draft a bad mm-hmm. quarterback. I'm going to allow a bad quarterback to be drafted. I'm going to hire the wrong coach, blah, 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 blah. It's He's going to be... It sounds like he's going to be more aggressive. And then with Steve Cohen, all you Met fans have been saying is that he's going to spin. Yeah, he's got. Well, did you hear what I just said? He's got, I know, but I'm just saying. I'm giving but, you a but, measured but answer but on in, him. But in but in theory, yeah. he should spend to get the, a, a team that can win a World Series. Yes, and then maybe luck is on his side. Uh, maybe and maybe this farm system, this 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 pitching lab that he's creating. Uh, down in wherever the heck it is. Port St. Louis. Exactly. Port St. Louis. Yeah. Maybe it works right. out. All right. Maybe it works out. All right. And so. 49 years? Yes, 49 To make yes. it work out? Yes, not going to win nothing. I would think that Steve Cohen, who is a multi, multi, multi-billionaire, is not going to allow himself to die before he wins a World Series okay. with a team that he bought. Evan, you have five seconds to answer. 49 years, you only get one championship. Which team? Not the Mets, because that was my first love. Mm, wow. The Mets got me into sports, you know? The Jets and the Nets are right there. It's very, very close, and I think I would probably cry like a baby no matter any of those three teams winning. The Islanders are a distant fourth. I've always said that. I would enjoy them winning, but not the same level. You heard it here first. Evan named his kid after a team he doesn't really care about. Yeah, by the way. That's not true. First of all, now I don't care about the Nets and the Jets because I give an honest answer about the Mets. Just talk about the Jets. My answer answer without thinking is the Nets. Are that makes kidding? me a better net fan than you. Oh, that's because you already have it. Because <laughs> he's won titles with all the other teams. That's right. Uh, I'm just giving you my honest answer. EJ's in East Meadow. What's up, EJ? Real quick, Ev um, and Tiki. Uh, great show, by the way. I, I, I completely, I've been telling my wife who's just in love with Steph Curry um, <laughs> for many reasons. Uh, I've been telling her for, right at the start of the season. He is absolutely, I don't know if it's going to happen this year, this trade line, whatever the case is, but they have some of the pieces to make it work. He's absolutely going to be a Nick. Tiki, you got to. You got to you got to come on board, brother. Yeah, I mean, look, do I want it to happen? Of course. I don't I don't want it to happen. Why? People, I'm the one <laughs> talking it into existence. So the trade deadline <laughs> for NBA is February 8th. Yes. So it I mean, it's a little less than a month away. Almost there. So what Evan was doing, I wasn't saying I wasn't on board for it. He was asking if I heard in that clip that we played a little bit ago that Steph was out. Yeah. And I heard Steph is frustrated, but actually he wants he wants the front office to bring in players to help this team. So, I don't, I mean, is there a connection to New York? Steph Curry? Yeah, yeah like, I wanted to be here. Right, so for, so for <laughs> like, Russell Wilson, like, we knew there was a connection to New York. Remember when he was trying to get out of Seattle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We knew he stunk. Like, it was, it was Ciara, and Russell wants to be here. He wants to build his brand. It made sense. Is there that connection for Steph in New York? No, I think that if Steph Curry ever... If I'm right that Steph Curry is just the next star that we don't see coming, saying, hey, I can't win here anymore. I'm 35, 36. I'm playing on a high level. I want to win. Yeah. I think when he makes a list and a request, it would be of teams he thinks he can win with. Yeah. And I think the Knicks, to their credit, have put themselves in a position where if you're a star player that becomes available, you look at them and say, I can win there. That's Now, does that mean... That team will send you there? No. Damian Lillard wanted to go to Miami. He did not end up in Miami. He had to go to his second choices. He said he only wanted to go to Miami. He had to expand the list. He included Milwaukee and Brooklyn. They gave him Milwaukee. So doesn't guarantee anything, but I do believe that when stars realize they're at a dead end, they say, please let me go. And they may not get you to the exact destination. Look, the Nets gave Kevin Durant what he wanted. Mm -hmm. He said, I'm out, and I want Phoenix and it worked out. It worked out in terms of what Brooklyn was asking for and what Phoenix was willing to give. I don't know if that's going to end with the Knicks, or I'm not predicting it's going to be the Knicks. Yeah. But I'll tell you right now, by February 3rd, oh, the rumors are going to heat up. <laughs> Let's go Knicks. Because Steph knows he's at a dead end. He knows it. He knows he's at a dead end. And you're going to have to take an L. 
Because those comments you just heard, especially when he said, we suck. What did he say again? I forgot. We stink? Yeah, we stink. We're terrible? We're awful? That was a cry for help. I wasn't saying you're wrong. (laughs) Just saying I didn't hear that. It all sucks. It all sucks. It all sucks. That's right. Let's go to Chris in Kenville, New Jersey. What's up, Chris? Hey, guys. How are you? Um, first, I just want to tell you, uh, while I was waiting, I got a, a notification. Jordan Hicks is off the board, boys. Four years, $44 million. Yeah, to the Giants. Giants. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. He's, uh, and they're going to use him as a starter, too, which is funny. So no longer a reliever option, technically, for the Yankees or the Mets. I wonder if he would have came to the Yankees yeah. or the Mets if he would have demanded to be a starter as well. Maybe. If they gave him the money. Yeah. Anyways, go uh, ahead, Chris. All right. So first, I just want to say, Tiki, Love you as as my Giants running back, and and love you just as much as a as a radio and media personality. I'm really enjoying hearing you every day, man. Thank you, dude. Appreciate you, Evan. Yeah, absolutely. And Evan, I love you as a rabid sports fan that gets to do it for a job, talking about it on the radio. And I'm just so glad that with your new partner, you're back doing it. (laughs) Thank you. Appreciate it. Outstanding. And now, Evan, uh, I have three quick things for you, and then I'm going to just hang up and listen. These are all Met things. First, I'm just curious what you would see as a ceiling as far as years on a peak contract is concerned. Second, what do you see ceiling of potential production for Mark Vientos? Mm. And third, would you take a chance on Trevor Bauer on a one-year prove-it deal? Thanks I would, a lot, boys. I Love would, you. Thank and you, I'm Chris. Appreciate you, Chris. Appreciate it. I wouldn't touch Trevor Bauer. This organization has been burned so many times the last few years with embarrassing things. And the book isn't shut on Trevor Bauer. Yeah, like, you did a good job of laying that out a couple days ago. I mean, it, you forget all of those things happened until you're reminded that all of those things happened. It happened. Mickey Calloway happened. Jared Porter happened. And while I appreciate Trevor Bauer trying to get back in baseball, and I respect that he's gone out there publicly and answered every difficult question. I don't know if I fully believe him. Yeah, but in his defense, Trevor Bauer, he's not clamoring to come to New York. No, he's clamoring for a job. He just wants a job anywhere. Absolutely. He just wants a job. And I don't think the Mets are in position to take that risk. I just don't. With Pete Alonzo, I was thinking about this yesterday because I said this to Howie when we had Howie Rose on about David Wright. And I want Mets fans to ask themselves this question as well. The Mets extended David Wright right before his career went into the toilet due to health. He had a back issue. It was never the same. We had some cool moments, especially mm-hmm. 15 when he came back at a home run in the World Series, big hit in the playoffs against the Dodgers, like a lot of cool stuff. But he didn't live up to that contract. You guys regret that? You guys look back at that and say that was a mistake. It was a mistake extending David Wright, and it turned out to be a, a horrendous contract because of injuries. Luke, you're a Met fan. Was that a mistake? No, it was not at all. It was not a mistake. No. I don't think any Met fan would say it His was. His body gave out on him. What are you going to do? The alternative would have been he's a free agent, and I remember at the time who fit David Wright at the time. I'll tell you teams right now, the Philadelphia Phillies and the New York Yankees. Could you imagine, even if he broke down, David Wright as a Yankee or as a Philly? Hmm. And we and by the way, this is the Wilpon era in which signing David Wright will hamstrung you forever right? because in the post uh, made-off world that they lived in. They ran the Mets as a mid-market team. I wouldn't say small market, mid-market team. So if you accept that that was a mistake, that it wasn't a mistake, that even though the contract was a mistake, yeah. it wasn't. So you accept the mistake as a non-mistake because it would it emotionally fulfilled you. Did it? Yeah. Would you say the same about Pete Alonso? Like, if I told you right now, he's going to leave, and he's going to go to, I mean, I named the worst possible team. Well, the Yankees, Phillies, too. The Yankees, the Braves. 500 home runs on the Yankees. If he hit his 500th home run I on understand. the Bronx, it would kill all Well, us. that's why I said about David Wright with the Yankees, yeah. too. Like, you're good with that. Why? Because you set up a fake budget in your mind that you think is too much? I mean, think about that, Mad fans. In one breath, Steve Cohen is this Scrooge McDuck monarch figure who spends more than God. And then in the next breath, <laughs> you have a cap on what you'd give Pete Alonzo? Fooey. There is no cap. 
You spit out your drink over there, Sean? Fooey made got me. Right. Well, Fooey, I think it's I think it's BS. I think there's a section of Met fans, we'll call twenty percent, that don't like Alonzo's antics, the air humping, all the dopey stuff he does, the Donnie Diesel, and they think he's going to deteriorate down the line. That's where that's coming from. Yeah, right. And I think it's a small majority, but that's where it's at. I'm he, with you, Web. I want him here. He may deteriorate over time. There's a risk when you give guys long term contracts. Much I like take, David. I well, David Wright would be the worst case example of it. Everyone yeah? deteriorates over time. It's just a matter of how quickly you progress. Right? Absolutely. And that's my point on that. That's my answer on that. So I said this about Aaron Judge. I've been very consistent about this because I don't know what your view on this at the time was. I remember arguing with Craig. I thought he was wrong. And that was, what's the cap on what you'd give Aaron Judge? And my answer then was, there is no cap. Mm-hmm. You give him what it takes to keep him. Yeah. And, and the Yankees did. They did and they didn't. Like, they got outbid, but they were able to keep him. So I guess they did, you know, for the sake right. of this discussion. Because that, they didn't want to go there. They didn't want to go to... But someone offered more. Of course. But that's it was... What they ultimately paid him was so much more than they were wanted to pay him. 100%. And, and let me make this clear. Aaron Judge is better than Pete Alonso. I'm not comparing them in terms of how good they are. I'm comparing it in terms of... I, I don't accept the question. You pay what it takes. If you're who you think we are as an owner, mm-hmm. you pay what it takes. If you think that it's going to take more than you're comfortable with, then you just do it. Because... This is different than stealing someone from another team. This is your guy. So I reject the question of how many years I give him. If someone gives him nine years, I got to go to nine years. I mean, what am I going to tell you? And you don't have to sell Alonzo on the Mets. He's already sold. Yeah. He wants to be here. Well, and also, you caught, and the Yankees caused this, Tiki. The Yankees caused Aaron Judge having the ability to go everywhere as a free agent. They could have signed him two or three years earlier. Yeah. They didn't. The Mets caused this. Now, it wasn't David Stearns necessarily. It was a prior administration. You allowed this to happen. So here's how you pay the piper. What Pete Alonso gets on the open market, you better match. Because if you don't, I don't want to hear ever again about, oh, this is different. This yeah. is, oh, he won't be outbid my ass. Or if you don't match it, you make him feel so good that he'll take a little bit less. <laughs> like, Which is what the Yankees Like Hal did. Yeah, yeah. By we'll the make way, you do captain. You, do you know who Penrod Penry Pooch is? Excuse me? The 18th president of the United States. <laughs> no. He is the alter ego of the titular Hong Kong Fooey. <laughs> That's what I thought of when you said Fooey. What you don't know Hong Kong Fooey? No, I have no idea. I just said Fooey. Hong, Hong Kong Fooey? Hong Kong Fooey. You can sing it all you want. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Dude, I'm old. I am old. <laughs> if you guys don't know who Hong Kong Fooey is... I have no idea. You've stumped me. It's like me giving you a shortstop from 1997. I'm going to YouTube this, and I'm going to send it to you guys. Right. I appreciate and it. And then Lugie can post it. By the way, now we know what Tiki does every Friday in a different city without us. He just sits there looking up all the time. That's a good point. More of your calls coming up. Plus, we are about to embark on something that's so awesome for all of us as football fans. Historically bad weather games. But would you go to any of these games? Like, if the Giants were playing in a blizzard, are you going? If the Jets are playing in 30 below, are you going? We'll discuss coming up, 877-337-6666. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. All right. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 